Hi, I'm Stephanie Griffith. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm married to a fabulous musician. We have three kids, and life is crazy all the time. I believe that we all have limitless potential, and I am here to share my enthusiasm for life with you. Stick around for some quick motivation and inspiration to take on your busy life. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. I'm so excited for everybody to be here with me today. Thank you for sticking around for another episode of Uncovering Your Limitless Potential with Stephanie. Um, This is going to be a slow and steady process. So each week as we talk about different things that we're doing to just try to be better people in our lives, it's going to be slow and steady. I feel like right now in my life personally, and I'm sure a lot of you feel like in your life, You can't do anything really, really fast and have it be done well. So we're going to just be slow and steady. And we're going to just push to the next goal and we will get there eventually. We will get where we want to go. So today I wanted to talk about something that has been just bothering me lately. Um, And I'm sure you all can identify with this. I uh, lately, every time someone posts a picture of something on their Instagram or their Facebook or Twitter or whatever it may be, if it's a picture inside their house, they always say, oh, well, I'm so sorry for the mess behind my child, but look how cute my kid looks in this costume, or ignore the piles of laundry, but look at my dog, they're so cute, or, or whatever it is behind the scenes in the photos that you're posting. But so many people are saying, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry for the mess. I'm sorry for the laundry. Excuse the dirty dishes. I'm sorry for this. I'm sorry for that. And I just, I've noticed it, especially with women. Men do it as well. But a lot of times it is with the women. We feel the need to say, oh, well, geez, I'm so sorry that there's like a couple pieces of clothing behind my child in my own house. But look how cute my kid is. But in that moment... When you draw attention to the mess, that is when people see it. Most of the people who are looking at your Facebook or looking at your Instagram, they're going to see, oh my gosh, look how cute. That's so cute. I love that picture of their kid. They just look adorable in that cowboy costume or whatever it may be. And most people aren't noticing the piles of laundry. It's just because you are feeling self-conscious about it, that you're drawing attention to it because you know that you think somewhere in your head, if you draw attention to it, then people will be like, oh, well, she already knows that she has flaws. So I'm not going to worry about drawing her attention to those flaws when really most people, at least at this level, um, most people aren't going to troll you on your own Facebook page if they're just your friends. And if they are, then they are not your friends and they don't need to be in your life. It made me think of that Taylor Swift song in her song, Mean. She says, you have pointed out my flaws again as if I don't already see them. And she is specifically talking to people who troll her and just spend their lives talking about all the ways that she's doing things wrong and all the terrible things that she's doing, which we know, you know, whatever. It's not true. As if I don't already see them, we all know that we have flaws. And I don't think we need to apologize for them. And P.S., let's just say piles of laundry is not a flaw. Dirty dishes is not a flaw. Like I have a friend who whenever she comes over to my house, if I start to apologize for the state of things, because I have three kids and our house is not always clean, 
she says, oh, how dare you? You live here and like laughs it off. But I never have forgotten that. That is so true. We live in our house. We live in our lives. And are they always going to be that squeaky clean presentation, perfect, tied up in a bow, everything is perfect? No, of course not. And just like Taylor Swift says, why you got to be so mean? Why do you have to be so mean to yourself? Why do you have to worry so much about what other people think of you? And I hear it in conversations as well. Friends that I talk to all the time will say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Or if if you're asking for something, especially as a woman, I feel like women a lot, we start a question with, I'm sorry. And then you ask your question or like, I'm so sorry, but can I have some ketchup to go along with my French fries that I just ordered? Well, think about that. Why does that need to be an apology? It does not need to be an apology. Why do you need to apologize to the waiter or waitress to bring you something that is their job to bring you? I'm so sorry. Can I please have some ketchup? Like that's the worst way to say that. That's the worst way to phrase that question. We don't need to apologize for existing. And I'm just worried about if we have this mentality, what are we teaching our children that they need to apologize for who they are before they even know who they are, which isn't fair. And I I know that women do this a lot, and I don't think men do it as often as women. There might be a man who feels the need to apologize for existing, but I have not met one in a long time. So yeah, I don't think we need to hide When we have imperfections and flaws, that is part of what makes us who we are. But existence is not a flaw. Existence is just existence. And we we leave we leave a wake behind us. We leave we leave little messes and sometimes they're intentional and sometimes they're not. And sometimes they might be emotional messes. Sometimes they're just physical messes. I mean, my kids can destroy a room in like five seconds flat because they just leave everything behind. They don't put it away. They don't put it in their place. And that's just life. But as we grow, we learn how to deal with that and how to not leave a wake that's as big behind us. You know, obviously we don't want to go into somebody's house and make a huge mess and just leave it. But we find ourselves just feeling the need to apologize for everything to everybody. And we don't need to. We don't need to apologize at every turn. Recently this summer, my husband and I, we took the girls down to visit some friends um, and they moved a little farther away from us than they used to live. And so we we went down to their house to spend the day and just to like go swimming and hang out. And my friend, she has a PhD. She is an amazingly well-educated and sweet and well-spoken and smart woman. She has a, a job at an elementary school and she is a assistant principal. For some reason, I don't know what it was that day, and she's not usually like this, but that day she kept saying she was sorry for everything. And there was there was nothing that was her fault. There was nothing going on. We were just having lunch. And she even would say something like, I'm so sorry, I only got ham and turkey and um, pastrami and all these different things. She was listing off like six different options of meat that she got for for lunch. And she was like, I didn't know what you guys liked. I'm so sorry. And I just kept looking at her and I was like, don't be sorry. This is amazing. This is this is a ton of food and, and you've uh, provided so much for us. And she and by about halfway through, she was like, I don't know why I keep saying I'm sorry. But she kept doing that. She kept apologizing over and over again. 
And um, she noticed it. Like she said to me, like, God, why am I saying I'm sorry for everything? And I was like, I don't know. You don't need to. Like everything is fine and everything is better than fine. You're being really gracious hosts, actually. And and then the next day, my husband went down to meet her halfway to pick up my oldest daughter because she had spent the night there at their house. When he he couldn't find her, they kind of had a, a mix up. But when they found each other, um, it was it was my husband's. He mis they miscommunicated, but it was kind of his fault, and um, not in a bad way. Just like he misunderstood. And so when they found each other, she apologized. She said, "I'm so sorry that you couldn't find me." And then she stopped and she said, "You know what? That wasn't actually my fault. So I'm not sorry, but I'm glad that you found me." now and he like laughed because he had he was like yeah you're right you should not apologize for that that was completely on me and even then it wasn't that big of a deal it was just a miscommunication that they had and so I he told me that he said she apologized and then she caught herself and said you know what I'm not sorry because this was not my fault and I was so glad that I heard her say that because it's mostly not our fault. It's mostly not something that you need to apologize for. Piles of laundry, they are a normal part of life, especially when you have children, one, two, three, ten. Any child, piles of laundry are a part of your life. It's one of my least favorite parts of my life and about having children. It is nevertheless a part of our life. So we don't need to apologize for that. And if you're feeling super self-conscious because you're thinking people are going to think I'm a slob, then don't post the picture. Or if, oh, but my son's really cute. Well, then post the picture, but just don't apologize for it. Most people aren't going to notice the flaws in the background in the first place. And that just moves so much in so many different aspects of our lives. We do not need to apologize for existing. And I am telling you this as somebody who has done this for years and years. I struggle with that in particular because I am a clean person. I like to have clean spaces around me. I like to have a clean house. And I don't go to other people's houses. And if they're messy or or untidy or whatever you want to say, I don't judge them. I don't think, oh, wow, this person, they just really don't have it together at all. I don't think that at all, not even a little tiny bit. And uh, I've been to some people's houses who were quite messy and I might notice the clutter or notice the mess, but it doesn't affect the way I feel about that person. If I already care about them and love them, if anything, it's just like, hey, can I do your dishes while I'm here? And like I've learned a long time ago when people offer to help me to be like, yes, yes, you can, because then instead of just apologizing and saying, oh, no, I'm so sorry for the mess. Um, I'll get to it later, but I don't want to do it later. So why should I not accept help when someone offers it to me? So I definitely have learned to accept the help when it's offered to me. But we've been renovating our house since March this year. And it has been a huge trial for many, many reasons. And I won't go into all of them. But we had issues with the person that we hired and we were promised things that did not come to fruition. So we were supposed to have a three to four month renovation. And here we are. And it is seven months later or eight months. We're moving into the eighth month later and we're still not done. And not only that, but because the renovation is such a big renovation, we've had to move into smaller and smaller areas of our house 
And so we had five people, my husband, myself, our three kids, and our dog, all living in less than 900 square feet since the summer. And even now we moved them into another room because we had to tear some walls down in their room because this, this is a big renovation. It's a big addition that we're putting on the back of our house. And so we've even moved into smaller spaces and it has been so hard because I like to have my house clean when people come over. And it's been a big learning curve for me, even just in the last couple of years, but especially through this renovation, to just realize that people are going to love me or not love me. And that does not have anything to do with the state of my house. There was once a couple years ago where we had some friends over and the way our house is, you had to walk through our bedroom to get to the door to get out into our backyard. And we had some friends who had come over unexpectedly. And my husband brought them in through our bedroom the opposite way, like through the back back door and in through our bedroom. Well, there was a huge pile of laundry on our bed and our bed wasn't made and the laundry was all clean. It was laundry that I had been working through. But I remember being so angry at my husband for bringing them through that room. And it was so ridiculous. And I, I apologized to them I, for how sorry I was that they saw our piles of clean laundry. And one of my friends um, said, he said, well, but it looks like you're working through it. Like, that's awesome. Like, he was just impressed that I was doing our laundry and that I had like a gajillion piles of laundry on our bed because... It showed, you know, that I was taking care of my family, but I did not look at it that way. All I thought was, I can't believe that they've seen this mess. And I think I cried, like I cried when they left and I felt, I just was like, I felt so inadequate. I was like, God, they're probably thinking that I don't have it together and I just can't handle my life when it was probably the opposite. And I was feeling that way. It was my inadequate feelings not anything that they did or said. It was my inadequate feelings. And that was why I was apologizing to them. And I just have learned in the last couple of years, just stop, just stop apologizing for everything. When we we have space that we take up as human beings, and guess what? Everybody does. And if you're a messy person and you can exist and be a good person, chaos and mess all around you, but you're still doing an awesome job and you're just winning at life and you're doing all that you can do and you're you're kicking it, you're getting it, then good for you. <laughs> I, I do struggle with chaos around me and I like to have it clean, but I have three children, as I've said like three times already in this episode, and those three children are awesome, but they are learning to clean up after themselves. They are learning those processes and it doesn't just come naturally Humans are naturally messy disasters, and we, as their parents, have to teach them how to not be just a complete mess maker and just a chaos bringer and all of those things. And we can do that for them, and then we can take those lessons and also put it into our own lives. We do not need to apologize for everything that happens around us because most of it is out of our control. And the things that are in our control are not always in our control, (laughs) to be honest. The world tends to expect apologies for a lot of things. And when I say the world, I mean social media. I mean, we have these pressures that we're put on 
by articles that we read or things that other people say or when you go to someone's house and it looks spotless. I guarantee if you're going to someone else's house and it's for an event that was planned, they cleaned that house from top to bottom before that event happened, just like you do when you have people over. Like we always joke that you get more cleaning done in the 10 minutes before someone comes over to your house than any other time of the week. And that is true because when people come over, we do. We like to pick up and clean up and present the best of ourselves, just like social media. We like to pick up and clean up and present the best of ourselves. But that's not where we find connections. We find connections with other people through the chaos. We find connections with other people through the flaws and through the things that we that we do in our lives that are messy. That's where we connect with each other. And we just need to stop apologizing for everything. How we look, how much we weigh, um, how many stretch marks we have, how our teeth are crooked, how um, when someone physically or emotionally harms you, you tend to apologize. We tend to apologize for those things. That is just unnecessary. There are different sets of of words that we can use. We can say things like, excuse me, instead of I'm sorry. We can say things like, that's frustrating for you, instead of I'm sorry, I'm sorry all the time when we're talking to our kids or when we're talking to our friends. Just changing some of the language that we use when we talk to ourselves and when we talk to others would be so helpful. So our quote of the week this week is, I wish you would stop apologizing for having a heart that feels everything so deeply. It's a gift Wear it proudly. When we have deep emotions, which I am definitely a person who has deep, deep emotions, and I'm affected by other people's emotions all the time and everywhere that I read, everything that I see, people that I talk to, the people around me, it affects me to a huge degree. But we should wear that proudly. You should be proud of having deep emotions. We are the people who warn others when something is wrong. People who are not in tune with their emotions, it's hard for them to empathize with other people. And that's what we have a gift of empathy when we feel things deeply. And then another quote for today and for this week is from Amy Poehler. We love her. It takes years as a woman to unlearn what you have been taught to be sorry for. We are taught to be sorry for so much and there is no need for it. So what can we do? How can we apply this to our lives? Number one, I think, is listening to yourself. Listen to the words that you use because they have great power. Number two, celebrate your flaws and your life. Life is full of flaws, and that's what makes it beautiful, and that's what makes us be able to grow. Number three, next time you post, don't let yourself post the words, I'm sorry. Just don't do it. Find another way to say it. Find another thing to highlight or just leave it alone. Don't even don't make any excuses whatsoever. I really want to thank you guys for joining me this week. I'm super happy with the way that this um, series is going so far. And I've got great feedback from last week. And I'm hoping that you will continue to go on this journey with me and join me again next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so happy to have you here with me. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, please subscribe and leave a comment so we can work together in uncovering our full potential.